The down-ballot election contests for school boards, city council, and county commission don't always get the attention deserved. And regretfully, recruiting people to campaign for those elective offices can be a real slog. There's a new coalition of organizations in Kansas, it's called Engaged Kansas, that that are attempting to encourage and support civic-minded folks to consider local public service. The players here include the Kansas Farm Bureau, the Kansas Chamber, both well-known in Kansas and influential in state politics, as well as the League of Kansas Municipalities, Kansas Association of Counties, and the Kansas Association of School Boards. Here to dive into the work of Engage Kansas are Brian Jordan, Executive Director of the Kansas Association of School Boards, and Brendan Wirth, Director of Political Affairs at the Kansas Farm Bureau, and Joel Leftwich, also of the Kansas Farm Bureau and a former staffer with U.S. Senator Pat Roberts. Welcome to you all. Thank Glad to be here. Yep. Thank you. Excellent. So one of you will have to start this off. And uh, I think let's just ask that basic journalistic question of what? Uh, what is this Engage Kansas? What are you trying to accomplish? Thank you for the opportunity to be here, uh, Tim. Engaged Kansas is really an educational resource that's available to all Kansans that focuses on how do we, how do we encourage and support uh, individuals to consider running for local office. And I can tell you a little bit about how Kansas Farm Bureau, um, you know, decided to, to, to help go down this or to go down this path is our, our mission is to strengthen agriculture and the lives of Kansans through advocacy, education, and service. And when you think about the Farm Bureau, right, the first part of that mission makes total sense, like strengthen agriculture. Where we're the Farm Bureau. But that second part of that mission statement um, around the lives of Kansans shows the intent of our board, the recognition of our board that our communities across the state um, really need strengthening as well. And as an organization that's got a footprint in 105 counties with over 105,000 members, our board feels strongly that we can use that footprint, we can use these resources in a way, again, to strengthen the lives of our communities. And local leadership matters to our communities. And coming out of COVID, uh, you know, we started asking around, you know, what's, what's it look like for our city, count, city councils, our school boards, our county commissions, and those elected offices? Are people running, you know, do they feel, do they feel that call to serve their communities? And we really heard some stories that frankly worried us. You know, there's folks, there's high turnover on, on city councils or, you know, any of those offices. There's a lack of, of um, good people in the communities who are willing to step up. And who can blame them, mm-hmm. right? They just, like nobody ran for the school board thinking, geez, I really hope I get to make a decision about whether grandparents get to go watch their granddaughter play volleyball inside, like, right. like yeah. that had to have been terrible. Like who runs, nobody runs for yeah. the school board thinking you're gonna have to make that call or the yeah. county, the county commission about whether to, whether to shut down a business. And then regardless of how you decided that, what, how you voted, mm-hmm. like you just get ripped apart because of that, because of that decision. I think it turned a lot of people off. So that's yeah. why Farm Bureau um, started asking around to other to other leaders, to, to thought leaders, to subject matter experts like mm-hmm. the Association of School Boards about what can we do? Mm-hmm. What can we do to help encourage people 
to consider public service. It's a good again. segue, Brian Jordan, Kansas Association of School Boards. You used to work in school districts for yeah. many years. You've been yep. to many school board meetings. You can maybe reach back in time and compare 25 years ago to now in terms of recruiting for local school school boards. Yeah, I would say that recruitment of local school board members, you, you hear about certain pockets in the state where there's you know contested races and 10 people trying to get two seats on a school board. But I would say most districts across Kansas, they're, they're longing to have people run for the school board. And, and so we're trying to figure out as an association just exactly what he was talking about. How do we get people awareness of what the role is and, and doing it for the reasons that they want to get back to their community? Because I would, I would bet that 99% of the people run for the school board because they want a strong school in their community because that's a, pound, a, a foundation of a strong community is having a great school system. Uh, and, and so that's why people typically run. But finding those people and, and helping them understand that role is, is becoming more and more Do you think challenges. there's been a drop-off in terms of interest? Yeah, I, I would say. Generally. Yeah, I, I've been with the association almost 11 years. And um, my job prior to being the executive director was going out and working with boards in their in their boardrooms. And I it's become more and more common to show up at a board meeting and they have a vacant seat because they can't hmm. find somebody to fill one of those seats. Uh, so well, I think it's, it, it might be because of the pay because as well, yeah, you yeah, know, the pay in is, Kansas is, uh, school board, yeah. it's volunteer yeah, work. Yeah. It, uh, it, it's a, it's a <laughs> volunteer. Maybe pay a little your expenses. Yeah. We, 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 we tell school board members when they get elected, we, we have training and support for them uh, that, that, Public education school boards are the purest form of democracy. It's not partisan. There's no pay. You're really trying to do this to strengthen your schools to have a strong community. And mm-hmm. so, uh, but that's been a trend that I've seen emerge over the last several years is more and more of these boards have vacant seats, don't have anybody that's willing to step forward like he was talking about because of some of the extraneous stuff that gets piled on you when you're in that role. And, you know, uh, let's skip to Brendan. Brendan Worth, you, you, uh, you're with the Farm Bear now, but you, you've served on a school board. Yeah, over 10 uh, years, yes. Yeah, so tell us, tell us about that service, and, and let's just do a little testimonial here about what you got out of it, uh, what the challenges were, and what, what people maybe who are new to all this and maybe uh, the focus of this organization might expect and think about. Well, uh, you know, serving in that capacity in a local community, and it's a small community of, uh, we have 350 students, K through 12, only high, uh, kindergarten through uh, uh, K through 12 in the whole county, in Jewel County. And uh, what I can tell you is when getting, when you first start to serve, it's overwhelming in the context of all the decisions. You may have preconceived notions, but the reality is whatever your preconceived notions are of your responsibility, there is no partisanship, just as Brian mentioned. There is only decisions that you try to make at the best uh, of your ability with the information you have to better your students, your staff, and your community. And I think that's what makes Engage at Kansas so unique in, in this rollout is having the resources and from the Kansas Farm Bureau, the Kansas Association of School Boards, the Association of Counties, League of Municipalities, the Kansas Leadership Center with great training resources, mm-hmm. Kansas Chamber and their connections uh, with, with their leadership development programs. All those pieces can help be great tools, no matter what your personal agenda is, to help you better serve and understand what those roles and responsibilities are. Because after my, in my 10 years, I've served in the negotiations capacity, still am, mm-hmm. uh, with my teachers. I've served you know, on budget committees, building infrastructure uh, in our district. 
none of those decisions are partisan issues. They're just about what's the best information I can acquire and what's the best decision I can make for my staff, um, students, and community. And so www.engagekansas.org is just going to be a great resource. And we're going to continue to add resources and add partners. What we've learned is there's a lot of great organizations across the state that are trying to do a lot of this community development work. And if I'm somebody wanting to go run and serve my community, how do I pool all that together? And, and, and that's where our, that's where our yeah. efforts are yeah. focused on, is pulling those resources together. Mm -hmm. Joel, do you want to talk about just a little bit about the website that you have, engagedkansas.com or org? Org. org. So it's mm -hmm. org. Uh, just explain to people what the, the basic uh, look of that website is and what they might be able to find if they jump on. Yeah, I think it's a great website. So, you know, as we started having these conversations around how do we get this nonpartisan, unbiased, non-policy specific information out to as many people as possible, a website is what we all landed on. And not just a website that you have to fumble around and, you know, 17 clicks to find out who to talk to or what the, what the real information is that you want. We wanted to design a website that was easy to use. That's accessible to folks who are, you know, maybe, uh, sorry to pick on your folks here, Brian, but who are maybe waiting in line to pick up their kid yeah. at school. Sometimes those lines get pretty long, you know, when they're scrolling on their Facebook page or whatever it might be, you see an ad for Engaged Kansas, click on it. Within two clicks, you're, you're, you're sent directly to the information that you need. So within two clicks, if you want to know about school boards, you're going to take, you're going to take you to a page that tells you what it... What are the what does it take to be a, a good school board member? There's instructional video that you guys have mm -hmm. on your website. So nothing against your home page, Brian. But, yeah. uh, you know, we take right to that to that specific resource that you need. We also wanted to ensure that it was accessible, that all Kansans could could um, uh, access the information. So we worked with Envision uh, Inc. out of Wichita, Kansas, um, you know, to make sure that individuals with disabilities who use screen readers can have access mm. to this information, to mm -hmm. make sure that we get as many people um, visiting the site, interacting the site as, as possible. Okay. And this could be to all of you, really. I think part of what you're getting at is you're pushing back against the really harsh, rigorous politicalization of some of these uh, public service jobs. And as Tip O'Neill says, all politics is local. Or used to say, used to see snow. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do think that the government closest to your home, to, to you, that school board, city and county government, are the most important. Because yeah. that's where 911's coming. That's where the ambulance is coming. That's where the police are coming. That's where your kids are going to class. And so it, it, part of this is pushing back against the effort that seems to be out there to politicize all of this. So... Yeah. Brendan? It's not just, I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. I, I also don't think it's just pushback. I think it's just an awareness. In fact, I, I know that. I've worked with farmers and ranchers in north central Kansas and across Kansas for over 20 years. There is a direct correlation between the success of our main streets and the success of our farm and ranch and small businesses in communities across Kansas. Yeah. We, and that's, that's a big reason why Kansas Farm Bureau is involved. We know that having a great, successful downtown and a main street that can provide cash flow and a healthcare system, as you mentioned, um, you know, just economic sources for a young farmer and rancher or a sustained farmer and rancher, we know that that off-farm income is a huge component of them to be able to be successful in their operations and maintain profitability. 
And those decisions made at the city council, county government, school board level, and the type of education, the type of infrastructure, and the type of even the type of swimming pool you have, have great impacts on the people that you can recruit to your community that you need to make a successful farm operation, small business, school, mm-hmm. and local government plays a huge role in all those pieces. Yeah, I, I would echo what he's saying. In yeah, our, Brian, go ahead. In our work around the state, um, thriving communities have all of those things. If there's one of those things missing, if there's not a vibrant downtown, if there's not health care, if the school is is uh, declining enrollment and can't get staff there, that community begins to erode. And so uh, the local politics statement by O'Neill is exactly what we talk to board members about all the time. There's a narrative out there about failing schools in Kansas or this is happening. But the reality is the people that have the most influence on improving their schools are sitting around that board table. And so we need people that are invested in that community to be at that table and, and pouring their energy into making that in a strong community. And, and I, we got into this, this, this relationship with engaged Kansas because it's exactly what we're trying to do. And I think if we can all work together, it's going to be, uh, you know, pooling our resources and, and be pretty powerful. Joel, you're suggesting that these various organizations who, who honestly don't always agree on all policy things, but you're, you're trying to build a network and a coalition that, that that tries to help everyone rise up. When you talk to people about serving on a local school board or the city uh, council, what are some of the objections that people have? Can we talk about that a little bit? Just what are the practical issues? Time, yeah. resources, family yeah. concerns. There's many, but can we talk about some of the impediments and maybe uh, talk a little bit about what the organization might want to do to rise above those? Yeah, it's a it's a great question, and I wish that we could take all of those concerns away from everyone, you know, and then everybody, no one would have any impediments to, mm-hmm. to running for office, right, um, or, or serve in their community in some capacity, even if it's a volunteer capacity. Like, you know, we, we're talking about these local offices, but there's other opportunities for folks to serve and lead in their communities as well. When we've, when we've had conversations, um, when we first started digging into what can the Kansas, what's Kansas Farm Bureau's role, how can we, how can we help address this issue, we started to hear from folks, you know, who are, who, who are good leaders but would say no. And they would give us a host of reasons, like you said, but two common ones came back. And that the first one was, I don't really know what a school board member does every day. Like, I know that, you know, maybe they hire or fire a superintendent, but like, what do they really do beyond that? And what is, you know, should, should, if I'm concerned about taxes, should I really, should I run for city council or should I run for mm-hmm. county commission? And so there was the, the first was that really just lack of information about or lack of understanding of what the, the job description is. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing that we heard back frequently was, I don't know anything about campaigning. Hmm. Well, when we brought that back to our board, we brought that back to the partners that we were having these conversations with, we realized that that's just a lack of information. That's an educational opportunity. Mm-hmm. So how can we provide the information to address at least those two very common reasons for saying no? How can we take those two, those two reasons to say no off the table? And that's why we came up with Engaged Kansas yeah. um, to, to, to really focus on let's educate people about what these responsibilities are so it's not so daunting. And frankly, campaigning is not that hard. Like we have resources. There's other folks that have resources about how to run effective campaigns. We can get folks more comfortable with that. Okay. Brendan, you want to add? Yeah. Um, 
there are just if, if if you spend a little time on engagekansas.org, the resources that we are providing there, uh, for instance, the Kansas Association of School Boards, just being aware of what those responsibilities are, what Joel mentioned about preconceived notions of what that job is, understanding before you, making the decision to put your name on a ballot is not an easy decision to make. And then once you do that, you're committed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, once, and then to follow through with that, to be able to then put yourself in that office, to be prepared to start making decisions as soon as possible that you feel are effective and the, the right decisions for your community. But if you look at what Kansas Leadership Center uh, offers in terms of training to how to analytically look at a problem and how to address it, the, th the process they're doing, mm -hmm. the networks that Kansas Association of School Board provides, it provided me with networks of individuals in my role as school board member across the state just to get ideas. What's going on in your community? How are you dealing with this issue? You know, they provide great resources for the policy. The policy component of a school board member is really important. We spend very little time talking about it, but yeah. those resources that exist out there uh, through the trainings, networking, and one of, I'm shamelessly plug Kansas Farm Bureau's, we have a campaign school that we provide to individuals. Anybody can apply. We, it's a nonpartisan, non-policy specific cam campaign school. And what we do is, is this is the nuts and bolts of campaigning. If you've never done a campaign, and this is not about what issues you pick that are red or blue. This is about, this is just how the process works. This is how you form a message about you. And this is how we walk you through. It's a simulation of the process of being in a campaign. Right. Those are all things that anybody that has any interest in serving, there's great leaders across so many of our communities that have stepped up in so many different ways. It's just, there's a next step of putting your name on a ballot, and that's the bridge we hope to uh, yeah. get folks across. Brian, when you look at school board races in particular, do you see a lack of certain voices there? Now, now you might say uh, in terms of racial composition, there's, you know, there's parts of Kansas that are extremely white, for example. Yeah. But, yeah. but I'm just wondering about youth or sometimes when I look at the Kansas legislature, there's just not a very broad uh, uh, professional career representation mm -hmm. there. Yeah. You might have a bunch of lawyers or there might be just a bunch of retirees or independently wealthy people, mm -hmm. uh, you know. And so I wonder about the real cross-section of Kansas not being represented in the capital. Sure. But do you see that on school boards? Would you like to see more youth, for example? Yeah, I, I think, actually, I think we're kind of going through a, a change with our school board members. And I don't have the actual data right here in front of me. But I know that the if you took the average age of a school board member, it's getting younger. Um, hmm. we're, we're seeing, and I, and I think uh, we're seeing this across the state in pockets uh, of people coming back to uh, the rural communities because they want they want that way of life and they value that way of life. And an another thing that we see with school boards, I used to frequently ask boards when I stood in front of them, I would say, how many of you either went to this school or your spouse went to this school? And overwhelmingly, they raised their hand. And so I, I think you have a tendency to to throw your name on the ballot and do that. If you know what you're getting into, you know, you know, the school, but you also only know what you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and so so you get people involved in running for those seats, uh, hopefully for the, the right reasons. But occasionally you get people that are running because, by gosh, uh, we need to have a new school build or we need to have a stronger um, you know, band. Or, or, and, and what happens with those individuals is one of two things. Either one, they get on and they get frustrated because they realize, oh, my gosh, there's a whole litany of decisions that I have to be involved with. And, and they kind of withdraw and then they're four years and done or even, unfortunately, less than four years and done. Or they get in, they start to get their legs underneath them like Brendan was talking about and start to really, 
you know, embrace it. Uh, I think this, this engaged Kansas initiative will help people get in and understand the scope of the work. Uh, and, and because we're having that, that younger generation get onto school boards, uh, I think it, it's going to be beneficial in the long run for them to understand it, be able to hit the ground running and not get on and be frustrated. And then next thing you know, you've lost a good person in that role that had good intentions but didn't feel like they knew what they were getting into. You raise a good interesting point about resilience. So, Joel, uh, this isn't exactly what the organization is about, but do you think the public needs to be a little more empathetic about how they're viewing the work of county commissioners, city 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 council members, and school board members, do we need do we need a little just to check our pulse a little bit uh, every now and then? Uh, I I love this question. I got to tell you, that's a. Uh, I think we need a lot more empathy all around. Absolutely, we need empathy with our local elected officials and our local volunteers. Let's think about some of these individuals that Brian was talking about or, or Brendan. Um, you know, it's not uncommon for the school board member or the city council person or the county commissioner to also be on the board of the hospital, yeah. the board of the church hmm. or on the PTA. Like we are overextending our volunteers. We all do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we're somebody great in our communities who we all love. And we're like, oh, this would be awesome. I'd love to have your perspective on this committee or this board or whatever it might be, or the Kiwanis or Lions. And all of these communities, all of these organizations are valuable to the success of that, of that town, of that city. And yet we put so much on their shoulders. Like, why don't we give them a little bit, a little bit of a break? Mm-hmm. How about we get some more folks to think about volunteering and running, whether that's the rural electric co-op board or whether that's the county sheriff or whether that's, uh, you know, the, the rural water district, whatever it might be. Let's absolutely have more empathy for everyone in our community. Let's, I love what you said about let's take a pause, let's take a break and really think about the person that's in that role. And maybe that will help us get more people to consider running. I think we're going to have to close here in a bit, but I wondered if we could go around the table and have each of you just talk a little bit about uh, how, how important you think this effort is, because you can form this coalition and try to influence people, but back there are on these entities, these commissions and school boards are really important decisions. I mean, the what's going on here is very powerful. We're talking about kids. We're talking about property taxes. We're talking about rural water development. This is the future. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, put you on the spot. Just kind of like, let's talk about the gospel of public service as maybe it relates to uh, these various uh, areas. Brian? Well, I, you, know, you are putting me on the spot, but I think about what people value the most and they value their kids. They value their hard earned income and people want to see great things for their kids. People want to see their, their tax dollars being used in a way that's, that's efficient, being in a way that's building their community. And so the only way that happens is by having good people in these roles, whether it's county commission, city commission, or school board. And, and so that's, that, to me, that's why this is so critical. We've got to have good people in those roles that understand uh, these are things that people hold very dear to their heart, their kids, their, their hard-earned income. And so we need quality people helping make decisions about those things. Okay. Brendan? 
Well, I'm going to tell you my decision to run and why I'm so excited about helping others to get to this point was obviously I have seven children. I, I feel there's an investment there, but it wasn't just about my kids. Uh, what my leadership training with Kansas Farm Bureau has taught me is you can't, you got to raise the whole boat. You can't leave anybody behind literally in this system. The kids that are in my kids' class, uh, they have to learn together. They have to live in a community together. They have to, you know, develop together. And I, and we have to do it for all of them. And it's the same way for everybody else in my community across Main Street. And, and again, I come from a very rural part of Kansas that we can't segregate our efforts. We have to find a way to work together, build our communities as a coalition, as a group. And I think all these organizations that are a part of this, and I look forward to that work because that's the only way a county like mine with a 10% rule decline every 10 years in population is going to fix that issue and make sure that community is still here and my family has a place to live for the next 20 to 50 years. All right, Joel, you get to close it out. Exclamation point. I think, uh, I think this effort is critical. And, and yes, we've got, I think, seven partner organizations now, and we're continuing to reach out for others, for, for more to join the effort. The, the, you know, there's, there's personal reasons. I spent 20 years outside of Kansas, born and raised here, grew my career outside of Kansas, and, and our family decided to come back here to, 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 to grow and, and, and raise our kids. And that, that, that narrative is common. It's not unique to Joel. That's, we see it in our communities. And I think that's okay. I think it is okay for folks to leave, to leave and come back. Mm -hmm. But we got to give them something to come back to. Yeah. And let's give them something that's, that, that's um, where our communities embrace and encourage public service. Let's break down some of these barriers for folks to, to, to want to engage and lead, their, and lead their communities for whatever reasons they might be. And so Engaged Kansas is a, really, is a start of that conversation with a broad coalition of organizations who, to your point earlier, we don't have to agree on policy, but all of us agree that local leadership is important. Local leadership is important, not just for rural communities, but it's important for larger communities as well. It's important for our government, and it's important for the other institutions that impact our lives on a daily basis. And so I do think that this effort is another arrow in the quiver of how we ensure that our, our state and our communities remain strong. Okay. Well, we'll maybe we'll check back in a year or two, see how you guys are doing. I, hope, I, I you guys look are, forward to that. School cat board fighting, elections are cat coming in November. in the back room so, yeah. or something, or you're uh, <laughs> in loving embraces. Okay. June first filing deadline. Yeah, yeah. There okay. you go. Uh, this is all about Engage Kansas, and I want to thank Brian Jordan of the Kansas Association of School Boards, Brendan Worth, and Joel Leftwich of the Kansas Farm Bureau for helping us out here. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.